it's a long way to the top. But if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our hosts, Troy Holden and Will Vincent. And welcome back to the Voice Over Letter. Troy Holden here near Nashville, Tennessee. And that guy? Hello! Will Vincent here in Minnesota. <laughs> Hello, Will! How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so uh, after being back off vacation, you recovered. Uh, but I got to ask the million Mostly. dollar question. Mm-hmm. Is it was it was it hard to come back home because some people go to Florida and they're like I'm tired of it I'm ready to go home. What about you? Um Yes and no. I I was ready to come home. I wanted to, you know, sleep in my own bed and you know, whatever. The place we stayed was very nice. Um and the bed was comfortable, but it was small. It was a queen size versus the king that we have at home and um but I I don't get to go sit on the beach every day when I'm at home. And that's what I did in Florida. Right. Every day. Right. Right. Um, it's a different I'd, pace. I'm, I'm ready to go back, <laughs> but I'd kind of like to just take all of my stuff and go and then just stay there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It is nice. It's a different pace. Uh, my family years ago, my dad had a place in Panama City, and uh, I would go down and stay a week at a time and usually go sometimes three, four different times a year. And the beauty of that was you could leave stuff there. So when you left home, all you took was your shaving stuff, maybe. You know, and you got down there and your clothes were there, and it was great. And uh, I was the same way. But like you, I was usually ready to get home. You know, there's always uh, there's something about home. And if that becomes home, then, you know, okay, I could go there and stay. I kind of like it. Sure. It's, it's just a different atmosphere, yeah. totally different that- atmosphere. It was a long, long drive. Oh my gosh! I do not see how you guys made that drive and uh, without an overnight coming back. That that had to be extremely tiring. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Um, we we stopped. Uh, well, so we switched off. I I drove about three quarters of it. My wife drove about a quarter of it. Um, there was one time that I needed a break, and she was tired too, so oh, we pulled over yeah. at a at a truck stop or whatever, and took a nap for an hour and a half. Yep, yep. You know, got to do that whatever. sometimes. Whatever. You just but, you just um, have to. You just. Well, we have didn't have to. to pay for a hotel, and you know, then we ended up with a full day home before I had to start the day job again. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. That's always a boost. It's always hard to come back home the night before and get everything, drag it out, and you got all these dirty clothes and all the. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Hey, we, well, we we've got have, a. Uh, we didn't have that either because we stayed. It was Airbnb, so it was an actual house. They had washer oh, and dryer oh, yeah. there, yeah. so everything was already washed. We came home. The only thing that we had that was dirty really was like what we had on. Yeah, that helps. That definitely helps. You always hate coming home from vacation and having to start working on a bunch of stuff. Because you almost need 24 hours to, to catch up from vacation. It's not easy. Hey, at the, today we, we're going to talk about um, failure and why some people that go into voiceover fail. And some people do. And uh, we're going to hit on some of the reasons maybe why people fail. And maybe this will help keep some of you from failing. Because we don't want you to fail. We want you to climb the ladder with us. And uh, as we move from the bottom rung to the next rung and... And, and all of those that are way up ahead, we want to pull everybody go with us. And uh, there's room for everybody. We're seeing that every week. You know, it's there's a ton of work out there. And somebody was asking me the other day, it just maybe had uh, gotten started or was looking into getting started. And they said, well, how can there be so many people getting in it, in it and enough work? I said, think about the, the content that is out there now compared to five years ago. There's all these companies doing all this content. There are all these YouTube creators and all these people doing all this content that need voiceover. It's amazing. It may not be the high dollar stuff, but there's plenty of stuff to cut your teeth on uh, because there's so many people creating content right now. Yeah. Well, and even high dollar stuff, there's plenty of that to go around too. Oh, yeah. Sure. I believe that. You know, 10% of all the people are probably less than that, 5%, 2%, whatever it is. 
are doing 90% of that work, all the promo work and the, the real high dollar, you know, ads and stuff, but there's still room for other people just because it, just because it has been that way and sort of continues to be that way doesn't mean that some new person might come along and become the new voice of whatever brand. You Absolutely. I heard an interview because, today about that. Yeah, especially because, you know, the the new thing, in fact, it's really not new anymore, is, you know, conversational. It's not the old announcery hard sell kind of thing. It's, you know, people don't want to be talked sold to. They don't want to be talked at. They want to be talked with. Right. Right. hundred um, percent. I heard a, a, an interview today. I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about they were 60... I think 62 years old, and he talked about how he was he can still do the same voice that he did at the age of 30, but he said, it's time for me to let other people have that work. And, you know, that's that's very formidable of somebody to look at it that way. A lot of people don't. They want to, you know, and he says, I will do voiceover till I die, but I'm trying to do things more in my genre or I'm trying to do a little less. You know, he said, sure, I love money. Sure, I love to, to see the checks come in. But I need to let I need to help these younger people get in and, and get this stuff and do it right. So that's that's really encouraging. There are there are it's a good community of people out there. Yes, there's a uh, there are a group of people who feel very old school and they don't like the platforms and they don't like this or that. But it's here to stay whether they like it or not. I just don't see it ever going away. So you know there are a few that are saying yeah we understand it and we're just going to try to help people but um uh, what we really want to focus on with this is some of the things that we've even talked about in these first i guess we're pushing 20 episodes we're getting close uh but in these first 17 18 or whatever it is a lot of the things we've touched on and if you're not doing these things you could be setting yourself up to fail uh 100% and the first one that comes to my mind is if you're not setting goals and and not trying to work a routine and not tracking and keeping up with things, how do you know what you're doing? You know, and we've talked about voice overview. Uh, we've talked about using a spreadsheet. We've talked about these hundreds of things. But if you're not doing any of it and you're still not doing it, even after we've told you you ought to do it, not because we're the, we're the know-it-alls, but it is a known fact that most businesses fail if they have no plan, no targets, and they're not tracking those things. Right. Well, and we're guilty of it ourselves, right? It just, yes. As recently as I think it was last month, when you got to the end of the month and tallied up your earnings across all the platforms and everything, you were really surprised right. how, how well you had done. I think you right. said you, you made at least double what you thought you had. Right, right. I didn't realize I had doubled the previous month. I knew I was a little busier, but, and it's somewhat of what we said last time, it makes you become a business and not a hobby. And if you're treating it that way and you're tracking and you're watching these things, and I still am guilty of I only put my entries in there once a week. I should do it as they happen, but I don't. It's it's a And maybe I'll get there. But that's because right now it's it's a time constraint. I can barely get my auditions in. I can barely get the work done when I get home. We can barely record podcasts. Uh, there, and there's other things. You know, every, at least once a week I'm going to a workshop pretty much every week. Um, uh, and then by the time I do all that, and I've got a repetitive gig now every Thursday night from 6 to 7.30, it's a paying gig. I guess we call it a voice of God. Uh, because it's live and you have to be there to do it. So that ties me up another night. So I know normally it's Monday night podcast, Tuesday night, hey, nothing to do. Wednesday night, oh, probably got a, a thing going on. And now Thursday night with this this other live thing, that leaves me Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. And, well, and uh, Thursday's also when we do our regular exactly meet that up comes too, in, and that's so. why I told these people it has to be six to seven thirty because at eight thirty I've got something else. And, uh, yeah, you run out of time sometimes. So what I have done is built into my schedule on Monday mornings, uh, about 6.30, I come down down to my little desk, and I, I run my little report for the last week for every platform, and I, if I had anything direct, and I put it all in voice overview, and ta-da, I'm caught up. So I can at least see what happened last week and kind of know where I'm at. So it's uh, it's if I'm not doing that, like you said, I'm not going to know, 
And then at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, did I make any money? How did I do? I'm not sure. Well, now I know. So uh, it, it feels makes you feel Ho- legit. Hopefully you'll get to a point where you enter it as you get it because that is actually I hope a so. lot faster that way. I hope so, um, yeah. And that's really how it was designed is to be used. Mm-hmm. Just keep it open and throw stuff in as it comes. But as and long I'm as still you're putting it in there, as long as you're keeping track, that, I mean, that's the main thing, but. I still don't do the auditions, but on the other hand, I'm only auditioning pretty much one place right now. So I can go in there and count those up, I guess, um, and I probably need to start doing that. But I want to make sure I'm not putting my time and effort into just that and tracking when maybe I need to spend that extra 15 minutes on marketing or something else. Well, but it shouldn't take you that long. It shouldn't take you that long. No, so, it for example, if all you're doing is tracking, and especially if it's all in one place, if you're just tracking, you know, okay, I did five auditions today, I did eight today, I did eight yesterday, whatever, right? As you do them, if you tick them off, or or the way I do it is, I'll sit down and I'll do a block of like five or ten or however many I have available, and once I've done all of those. Then I'll go, okay, I'll count them, one, two, three, four, seven, okay. And I go over there to voice overview and pull up the day and say seven for voices.com. And then I go to whatever my other platform was, and I did two here, so I'll put those two in. And it tallies it all up, and you can set a goal of how many auditions you want for the month. It defaults to 100, which is pretty good. Um, And I've I've hit that for the past several months. and it's good because it, it keeps track of uh, how many auditions you're doing. And obviously you have to do auditions to get the work other than on Fiverr and Upwork and stuff like that. But, um, you know, if you're working through an agent or you're working on Voices.com or Voice123 or Planet VO or, you know, VO Planet, um, or one of these other things, uh, you got to audition or you're not going to get a, a job. And keeping track of how many of those you've done, how many auditions you've done versus how many things you've been booked for, um, it helps you stay on top of how well you're performing. And if you if you see that, like, wow, I've I've sent in 800 auditions over the past two months, and I've booked once, well, something's probably going on there, right? Well, that that points your, your me. Your sound to probably figure. isn't. Your sound probably isn't quite yes. right, or you know, your performance sucks. Right, you know, that's, that's going to point really... you to the next failure, like you right. said. Right, that's when sound, you need to performance. Yeah, exactly. That's when you need to look inward and go, okay, what am I doing wrong that I'm yeah. not actually getting booked? Yeah, if you're if you're not involved in some kind of learning uh, path, whether it's workshops or coaching, you are probably going to fail. I, I just, you, I don't care how much natural talent you have. I don't care how much acting background you have. This is different. It's a little bit different. The acting background will help you. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, but there are ways you have to deliver this stuff. There are ways you need to uh, stage your auditions and how you read your auditions, or maybe ha- uh, where I was failing on some of this. And and until I heard other people do it. When they would read an audition, they might repeat the same line three times and leave it in the audition. I had never done that before. Um, And I'm still not comfortable because I want to give one clean take. But I'm hearing people read something and say, it's the best time to buy today. It's the best time to buy today. And they put all three takes, bang, 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 right in a row, and then they move on to the next line. And I thought, well, you know, maybe that's okay. Because you're giving that person a listen that I can do this three different ways real quickly, and here it is, and this is probably a key line. But if you're not learning these things and not getting workshops or coaching or something, yeah, you you could be setting yourself up for a a long, disappointing deal because, like Will said, you'll be sitting at 800 auditions and no jobs or one job. You know, that, that ratio should be... At our level, somewhere probably in the 70 to 1, 50 to one's fantastic. You know, I've, I've heard some say down in the 40s. I don't know anybody that I've ever talked to that's that low. Um, most of them are in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, it's, but it's difficult. And well, to get that number and, down. And it, it really depends. You can't really, I don't think you can really compare those numbers directly to each other. Because 
some people only audition for the things that they're really pretty sure they're going to get. Right. And some people audition for everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, there's a huge difference there. If you're auditioning for 300 things a month versus 50 things a month, mm-hmm. you know, that's a that's a huge difference. But if the person who's only auditioning for 50 is killing it and booking like five of those 50, they're one mm-hmm. in 10. Right. And you could be you could be doing 300 auditions in a month and booking two, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're still doing decent. You're right. still getting work. You right. Know, you're, yeah. you're doing better than other people who aren't getting any work, I guess is, is the point. Um, 150 to 1 isn't decent. It's, it's you know, whatever. you're right. These numbers can <laughs> are easily skewed. It's really hard to know. It's, I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah. some of it's I, tough. I, I guess like anything, it's so much easier said than done, but try not to get too hung up on the numbers, right? Right. Like, oh, you know, right. I did 500 auditions and I've only booked three gigs. True. Um, actually, it's more than that. What is it? Uh, oh, 600. 592. And I've booked three. <laughs> yeah, but as we said before, and, and of course, we, we both started fairly close together uh, on the platform. Um, I can hear the difference in what you were doing week one and what you're doing now. Totally, totally different. And, and, you know, and, and we probably even hear it in our own reads. And I noticed today I was reading something. I stopped right in the middle and I thought, I don't even need to audition for this. This, is, this doesn't work. And I clicked out of it and left. I wouldn't have done that uh, in January or December. I probably would have sent it on in. And I'm, I'm starting yeah, I, to hear things better. It helps. Yeah, I've had a number of them lately that I feel like I should be able to do it. But for whatever reason, it's just not working for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll give it a try maybe two, three times, and I'll just go, no, this this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'll just archive that opportunity yep. because, yep. no, waste of time. Right. So <clears throat> what's, uh, what's some of the other things that are definitely going to take you down the path of you're not going to see growth like you want? Um, well, let's see. We've talked about tracking goals, setting and tracking goals, and did we talk about using time wisely? We have a little not. bit. A little, but not really specifically. So, especially if you're working a full-time job, but really, even if you're only doing VO, whatever the, whatever your situation is, setting up time boxes, and we've talked about this on a previous podcast, setting mm-hmm. up time boxes for certain activities that you focus your, your attention on that activity for your business, because your VO work is a business, um is really, really smart because if you're not, um, task switching, right? So if you, if you sit down to work and you go, okay, I'm going to check my email and, oh, I've got to audition and, oh, I got to get back to this person and, oh, I should make a phone call. And you're really scattered and you're all over the place. And every time you task switch, it takes time for your brain to shift gears, right? Whereas if you go, okay, I'm going to give myself a half hour to, to get caught up on email and you sit down and you set a timer if you need to, just 20 minutes, half hour, <clears throat> go through, and maybe it won't take that long. Maybe you only get five emails a day. Who knows? <clears throat> but look and see what emails have come in if, if anything needs your attention or needs a response or, or you need to follow up with somebody. Um, you know, that's your time to do that. <clears throat> and then set yourself an hour or two hours or whatever to do auditions um, or to do actual uh, work for things you've been booked on. Um, you know, set yourself half hour to an hour of time per day, ideally to do some sort of marketing activity that could be, you know, sourcing leads that could be networking through, you know, LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is, some sort of marketing activity, all these things, you know, there's, there's 101 things you need to do to keep your business going and and growing and, performing well and there's only so much time of the day so setting up time boxes and trying to you know don't be too rigid about it but try to stick into those certain scheduled times you'll be a lot more efficient you'll get a lot more done and you'll be able to stay on top of everything which is Mm -hmm. the key 
Yeah, until I agree. You're, until you're busy enough and wealthy enough to afford to pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the good thing about a time box is you can move them around according to the day as long as you stick to your task in that box. And what Will said is so accurate. Don't jump around. Uh, oh, oh my, look, it's an audition in the email. All right, we're going to do auditions at 1130 today. So put that in your 1130 box and go do it at 1130. Don't stop and do it now. Um, yeah, definitely. And as a part-time person, you can do this same thing. It's just smaller blocks of time. Um, it's not, I mean, it, it is It is so much more beneficial to you. That's a really good point. Really mm-hmm. good. And there's, there's apps for this too. Um, you know, just look out uh, getting things done, getting it done, uh, productivity apps, stuff like that. You'll find apps for your phone or for the computer, whatever, that that help you with scheduling this stuff. And, you know, for example, um, for the Mac, there's something called OmniFocus, which is really, really, really popular, or it used to be anyway. And it's like categorization of stuff. And so you would say, okay, I've got you know, email things. And so when something comes up outside of your time box, you go, okay, this is an email task. I'm going to throw it in there. And then you stop thinking about it until you get to the next email cycle or audition cycle or whatever it is, right? And you might need to be a little bit flexible on these things because obviously some emails need attention pretty much right away. Um, sometimes auditions are very time sensitive and you need to jump on them as fast as you can. You know, so be flexible. Don't beat yourself up about it. But some kind of structure is really going to help you stay on yeah. top of things. Yeah, I even, uh, right, right now, because it's quick and easy, I'm just blocking stuff and setting reminders in my Google Calendar. And it's not complicated. So what it does is every night, about 7.30, I've got one that says, uh, verify that you have done any open uh, platform jobs. Because what happened to me a few weeks ago is some guy sent me like two YouTube scripts, and I did the first one. I was tired. I went to bed. I'll do the next one tomorrow. And it slipped my mind. So I've got a reminder in there to check that twice a day to make sure I sent stuff and that's that sounds stupid, but I forgot once, so I don't want to do that again. It was really embarrassing three days later for somebody to go, hey, are you ever going to send that other script? And, you know, yeah, your $5 script is on the way. Sorry. But I got it. You know, I, I, I'm just, I like, I don't want to leave somebody hanging like that. And, and uh, another thing, uh, going all the way back to voice overview again, is the when you do a job in there, you have the option to show it as paid or invoiced or whatever. That is handy as all get out, uh, especially if you're doing some direct business. I've got one that's been out there hanging a while. And I had sent a reminder a couple weeks ago, and then I decided Saturday, I said, I'm going to just kind of, I had their phone number, I'm going to send a text, because I think he just forgot. And I sent it, and he said, well, I, I sent it to you when you sent me the thing last time. I said, no, you, no, you, you probably like me. You forgot to hit send or something. But I said, no worries. I'm not in a hurry. I just wanted to make sure that maybe you didn't send it a different way or something. I tried to be nice. Well, within 10 minutes, he sent it. So, uh, yeah, and and had you know, if you don't keep up with stuff like that, it can be a mess. So, yeah, get organized. Time blocks are great. They're great. You know, and on that topic of your $5 script is on the way, um, <clears throat> You know, try not to look down on those people because, yeah, it's a $5 gig. It's, come on. Right. Nothing Nothing right. is only $5. That's right. a That's joke. That's true. It's true. But if you agree to do something for $5, do it as if you were getting paid $500. I, I believe you know? it. I'm, put, I'm with you 100%. Put 100% into yes. whatever the thing is, regardless of if you're getting paid, if you're not getting paid. If you're getting paid properly or if you're getting, you know, really, <laughs> yeah. really underpaid. It's it's um, just the running joke because, for all us VO guys, is it not? Is this not our running joke? It really is. But I don't yeah, know that but, any of us mistreat the people. I don't think. I hope we don't. No, I mean, I'm sure we all gripe about, like, wow, what a cheapskate that guy was. But, yeah. you know... It, at the at the end of the day, you took the job, so right. right. That's <laughs> you right. Know. You asked for um, it, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, but it, treat them right. Do do the best you can. Go over and above. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you would do for for somebody that was paying 
10, 100,000 times that because mm-hmm. maybe they're going to come back with an actual budget. That's true. Probably not for somebody who's got a $5 gig, but you know, something that's 50 or 100 bucks, they might come back in 6 months with a $1,000 job mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they'll go, wow, I need to get some VO done. I've I've got some money to work with. Man, Troy did a really good job last time. I'm going to call him up and see if mm-hmm. he's available. Right? It, it, and it but does, if you, it if does you, happen. If you did, you know, the bare minimum to, to just get it out the door, well, they might come back, but they might mm-hmm. go, oh, that guy just kind of whatever. He didn't seem interested. Right. They uh, they get have always gotten the same sound, the same uh you know, delivery that anybody else gets. Uh, I, I always make sure of that because I mean, you know, who knows who's going to run across your your stuff out there on YouTube and recognize your voice and say, "Hey, isn't that song? God, that audio's terrible." You know, and I have I have one that puts no background music on his YouTube videos. It is straight out my voice, and and. I, I don't really, I don't pay any more attention to his than I do others, uh, but it's always in the back of my mind that there'll be a big click, a pop, or I'll do something, forget an edit or something. So, uh, you know, subconsciously, I probably pay a little more attention to that, but it's, you know, it's it's not a high-paying one either. But, yeah, I, I, I think so. And, and that might be another thing on our list right here. If you're giving poor customer service, you're going to fail. Yeah, oh, I mean, absolutely. You're absolutely going to fail. You have to go above and beyond, uh, and and the type of customers you deal with as you climb the ladder, it'll get better and better and better. You're always going to have some of those that are hard to please. I don't care what you do if you sell ice cream, voiceover, uh, horse feed, whatever you're doing, somebody's not going to like what you got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you know, expect it. You know, this is, I, I have been saying this kind of all along. This is an industry of expected failure, you know, because you're always going to be falling short. You're not getting as many jobs as you want. You're auditioning for way more, and somebody doesn't like you, and they like this other person. You're constantly being pushed down, but your customer service has to always be at the highest level, or you're going to, you're just going to sink. Yeah. Well, and, and a big reason for that is the way that you actually succeed is getting repeat business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, with with any kind of service job, but voiceover in particular, and that's what we're talking about because that's what we're doing, but you're not going to succeed in voiceover if you're only doing one-offs. Right. You're just not. Right. You know, you need a fairly sizable stable of repeat business and it and yes. could be people who only come to you once every month once every six months whatever but they're coming back at least every time they back. need something they come back yes and you know if you get a couple hundred of those who this guy comes back once a month this guy comes back once every six this guy comes back once every three this guy comes back once a year and this guy's like you know mm-hmm. once every two or three years doesn't matter they're coming back so it's business you're going to get again right right um as long as you keep providing good quality product mm-hmm. at a reasonable price with great service. Right. That's that's all you're doing. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. Provide a good product at a reasonable price with great service. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I didn't have this on our original list, but it just hit me as you were saying something. I'm not sure what sentence it was that planted this seed. A lot of us have done some directed sessions, maybe one or two, not a lot, just a little. Here's another thing that will make you fail in a hurry, and I don't know any other way to put it. If you're a total jerk tard in a directed session, if you're not, yes, sir, it's the same thing. It's customer service. If you're not, yes, I can do that. Sure, I'll read it that way. It doesn't matter what you think. It's their freaking project. They want it their way, and you're going to do it their way. And the best thing you can do is keep nodding your head and saying, yes, sir, and biting your tongue. Yes, ma'am, I'll do that. Yes, sure, I'll read it again. How many times you want me to read that? Seven more times? Okay, I'll do that. No problem. It may run you nuts, but if you don't do it right, they will never call you back. And they probably know somebody if they're doing a directed session, not every time, but if it's a production house or an ad agency or somebody, they're going to know other people that are looking for talent. And they'll say immediately, don't ever hire that guy off of whichever.com or whichever www this because he is a total jerk. 
He won't do anything you tell him in a session. You don't want right. that reputation. Absolutely. Yeah. Do and, not. Well, and there's lots of other things we could talk about on that. You know, don't, uh, if you feel like you're messing out, don't stop. Don't mm-hmm. say, oh man, or whatever. Just finish that thought, finish that sentence. Or if you screw up, go back to the beginning of the sentence, start over again. Don't mm-hmm. go, oh, sorry. Or, you know, if you need a second to recollect, then sorry, just uh, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. But then go back to the beginning of the sentence and start and keep yep. going. Yep. Um, you know, and, and don't go through to the end of a thing and go, oh, I really could have done that better. Because they might they might love get it. mad at you for that. Yeah, and they might yeah. love it. You don't and know they, what they're They may have like. loved it. And it doesn't, yeah. right, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think, really. You're the you're the monkey they're paying to say the words. That's right. And you will That's say right. them the way they want them said. Yep. Um, and you know it's very likely, very very likely that they'll throw something at you that just doesn't make any sense, or they'll have a really stupid idea, and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's their time. They're paying for the time. They're paying for the work. You do what they ask. That's right. And. You know, maybe after doing 30 takes of their stupid version of something, they'll go, no, you know what? I think you were right. Let's go back to that first version. Just give me one more of those and we'll be done. Yep. And yep. hopefully you can remember it. And <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then you get on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely works to uh, to follow yeah. direction. It's tough sometimes. Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff is really vague. Um, you know, we want you to be very conversational and this, this, this. And then we start reading and say, could you make it sound a little bit more like this certain voice on your demo, this one? And I'm like going, but that's the announcer voice. You want the hard sell, so They want it in between. Voice. I want your conversational <laughs> announcer. <laughs> but that's okay. You can usually find it because if you'll change inflection a little here and there, and they go, yeah, 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 like that. Do it like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my favorite are the ones that are like... Um, Oh, we want something that's uh, you know really upbeat and energetic, but not too salesy. <laughs> and it's like a thirty-second spot, and there's you know enough text for forty-five. Yeah, yeah. And it's not possible to sound energetic and cram that many words into a thing without sounding salesy. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. It's very. And, hard. Oh, by the way, very let's hard. be conversational too, because you know mm-hmm. that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yep. very uh, true. But but it's fun, right? It, Keeps you on your toes. It does. It does. The um, one of the last things we had down, and gosh, we're we're pushing we're pushing into time, but we want to get all these out there to you because we're here to help. Uh, don't sit back and wait for things to happen. Um, and and agents not going to call you. Uh, and when the time comes for that, you'll know. But they're not. Go- they're probably not going to call you. Probably not. Um, nobody is going to just hand you tons of work. You're going to have to work for it. And uh, so please don't sit back expecting everybody on Fiverr to order from you or everybody on Upwork to contact you. And don't expect every audition you're going to send in. You know, well, I'm only doing three a day because that's enough. And, I, you know, I should be getting these. I sound really great on this. Don't sit back and wait. You have really got to grind and hump it just to get your little piece of the pie. Or you will fail if you're not, if you're sitting back and waiting, you're going to fail. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, on the topic of uh, directed sessions, which if you're doing well in VO, you will eventually be doing them if you haven't yet. Um, you know, doing some workouts, mm-hmm. not only is it going to keep you sharp in terms of performance, it's going to keep you up to snuff in terms of being prepped for uh, yes. Directed sessions because it's it's effectively what it is, right? Okay, here's right. your script and you read it. And now, okay, now do this instead. Now do that instead. Read this line this way. It's very Give similar. Me three in a row mm-hmm. of this. Give me three in a row of that. You know, think about this character and you know do it that way and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's the same kind of things that you should encounter in maybe only in good directed sessions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly right. not all going right. to be that comfortable and fun, but. Um, you know, I've, I've done one and it wasn't, I don't know, it, it was fine. It was a good experience, but it wasn't a normal directed session. It was just, it was a gig for a, um, video production house in the Ukraine. And so there was a little bit of a language barrier. And I suggested, look, instead of going back and forth by text forever, 
because you're on a timeline and you know I want to get this done let's just connect on zoom and we'll we'll figure it out right and it worked out right. great and the guy loved it he was over the moon yeah um yeah uh, but. the the one that I did for uh Shopify and I had no idea where this thing was going they had of course I read the whole one one and a half minute or whatever the the script was and they went over certain parts several times and you you know do that do it this way then do it this way and i did and they told me you know you you did really good job following direction we appreciate your cooperation blah 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 blah. so i'd sent something a few weeks ago asking if the final if they had a link to the final product or whatever and i got it and i went on youtube and watched it and there's like 30 people on there reading that script so it'll be like somebody says a sentence, and I, I might say three words, and somebody else finishes a sentence. But it, it was really cool, but I had no idea it was going to go that way. So now I get why they had me working so hard on certain little pieces, because they already knew where they, they wanted to plant my my uh, tone, I guess. And that was, that was really cool uh, to see that. And I thought, hey, that was nice because I think I had 16, 17 words on there and got really paid for a whole directed session and everything just for 16 words. That was really nice. But, and it, turn, it turned out to be a, a pretty neat spot. Uh, and, and that's one of those things that we always talk about when, as you're building your demo. You can, you can go grab that thing off YouTube and use it. I, I asked. They said, heck, yeah, once it goes out there, it's public. You're welcome to use it. I don't know that I will because, you know, when all I say is two words or something, it's hard to plug that in. But it was a very well, well-produced well spot. So, yeah, definitely do good in those sessions. And some, uh, talking about workshops, I have not tried to Google this to see. I, I thought about Googling voiceover workshops because there's more and more people doing this now. Um, we are going to uh, voiceover gurus. Uh, which we enjoy immensely with J.J. Wilson and Linda Bruno. Um, we had, I think, was it Mark Cashman that had the one we went to? Was that his last name? I don't want to get it wrong. I think that's right. I think it was Cashman. Uh, he has Preston. one. Mark Preston. Preston. Where am I getting Cashman? He has a whole different ball game. I know who that is now that I said it. Uh, Mark Preston. Um, uh, and there was one other. I can't remember who it was. But there are several other people I've been hearing on their podcast, they were going to start these. So it's really starting to catch fire. And I know you and I talked, and Danny States gave us one online you could sign up for. Um, yeah. Uh, she will have to go look back and remember what yeah, the... Yeah, I, uh, I wrote it down somewhere. Is, but it's a, it's, a, it's, a monthly, it's a monthly voiceover workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it's virtual. And it, it's like 10 bucks. Yes, yeah, cheap. So you pay 10 bucks and... Um, you know, they post a script and you take it and you, you do your read and you submit it. And then whoever it's, the cool thing is it's a different coach each time. And so whoever the coach is for that, maybe it's weekly, whoever the coach is for that one, I think it's weekly maybe. Um, anyway, yeah. VO weekly workout. Yeah. Yeah. VO weekly workout.com. So there, um, there's so many out there. So they, they, uh, whoever the whoever the coach is, they review all the submissions, and um, give you feedback. And some of them, I've I, I went back and listened to some of the old ones, and some of them actually recorded feedback, so it was audio feedback. Whereas others, it's just you know a big spreadsheet, and they type their notes in. Um, but let's see, I don't know if they're don't think they're doing it yet it's supposed to be starting up again soon uh, it says early 2021 which is kind of past mm-hmm. now but um I, i've got a couple of more hopefully names. soon hopefully um, soon i got a couple of more names i don't have them with me tonight but i will post those on our page tomorrow if i remember or at some point uh after this podcast airs so people can have some other choices um it, because I, I i'm a believer in you know if you could go to a couple of those a month and even if you don't go to the same person every time go to this one you know the the first wednesday and go to this one the third wednesday and bounce in and out of them and find who you 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 like the most and who you feel like you're learning from and then maybe go more often or more repetitively but my gosh what a bargain these things are um, yeah, and as Will said, you're yeah, getting, cause... you are getting the essence of coaching and a directed session and 
feedback mm-hmm. and and all that, and it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, and you get to see how other people interpret the same script. Yes. And what feedback they get. And that's, you're not going to get that when you're auditioning. You're not going to get that when you're doing one-on-one coaching. Right. And, you right. Know, it's invaluable. One-on-one coaching is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is, workshops are basically group coaching mm-hmm. versus one-on-one coaching. One-on-one coaching, you're going to get way more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the class sizes on these are small. Yeah. And you're going to pick up plenty from the feedback other people are getting. Mm-hmm. versus just you sure will. having everybody coming at you the whole time. Yeah, you sure will. Um, and I would say there's probably a lot of benefit, and I, I need to reach out more because I'm currently only doing the one with JJ and Linda, but um, there's a lot of benefit, I would say, to, to getting involved in many mm-hmm. uh, because everybody's got different ears, different thoughts, different you know perspective, right. different experience. Right. Um, and so the more that you can work with different things and absorb everybody's little different tips and techniques and mm-hmm. stuff, the the better you're going to be overall. Absolutely. And it'd be very interesting um, to see if you're getting similar or totally different feedback when you go to a different group. Yeah, for sure. That, that will be very interesting uh, to see. Yep, sure is. Hey, we have... Uh, uh, what's it? Not that there's... I know there's a... We beat this horse to death, but there's other... There's lots of other sayings out there. We've scrambled this egg or we've whatever we've done. Hey, I heard a great uh, thing on audio, and Tim Tim Tippett had said it on another podcast, and we hope he's doing well. Uh, I know you had, had mentioned that he had uh, yeah. gone home, and yeah. that's For anybody that's who hasn't heard, Tim had some, some medical issues and was in the hospital for a while, and um, there is still a GoFundMe available, so if you've got a little something you can throw his way. I know he would greatly appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, he has been released, and he's on home care now. So he's back home, and he did post on his uh, audition-ready group on Facebook uh, just how overwhelmed he was with wow. the outpouring of care and, and donations and stuff, and he's right. he's just floored right. by how wonderful the community is. I can imagine. Uh, he's he's a giver for sure. I mean, a lot of people say, well, he sells courses. He, yeah, but look at the free things that he has out there on YouTube and all. I watched a uh, a thing one day of him bi- just building sound panels, you know, exactly how to cut every piece of wood and how, how to cut your rock wool and put it. It was really, it was great. And uh, he's a giver. He really is. But he's the one that said this the other day. He was talking about sending he said, I have never sent true raw audio to anybody on an audition. But he said, they can still work with it because all I've done is took out the bad things that they didn't want in there. I didn't over-EQ it. I didn't put a bunch of crap in it. I just took out the noise. I, I made it as best as I could, good broadcast quality. But he said, nobody has ever called me in all my years and said, why did you do that? I wanted raw audio. He said, nobody. So, but what he said was, if you gas it up and you've got it over over compressed and this, that, and the other, they can't fix it. He said it's just like scrambled eggs; you can't unscramble them. Right. Great point. Yep. So think about that. And that's why actually I've stopped using this 4K mode on this on the solid state logic mm-hmm. um, because it does it it bakes it in, and it's the same thing with um, what is the other one the UAD. Universal Audio, mm-hmm. right. the Apollos and the right. whatevers that have, you know, the built-in effects. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's convenient. But if you're using those, that processed sound is now your raw sound. Right. You, you don't have raw. You can't go back. You right. can't undo. Right. Um, and, you know, frankly, there's nothing that they do that you can't do in post anyway. Mm-hmm. So... Sure, it's saving you a step if you're going to always apply these effects, but if you need the flexibility to do other things, man, right. it's a lot of extra money right. to uh, it's a lot of extra money to pay to uh, save yourself one small step mm-hmm. in post. Yep, yep, I agree. Well, we want to send our best wishes out to to Tim. Hope he's feeling better and healing and doing well and. Uh, we want to let everybody know out there on the ladder. We will be back next week with another topic uh, related to your voiceover life. And uh, 
We try to keep it interesting. We try to keep it short. But Will and I have this thing that we we start talking about something. Who knows? <laughs> well, you know, people haven't complained yet, so not yet. Maybe we should keep pushing. Not yet. See how far we can put. Yeah. Once we get into the uh, multi-hour podcast, yeah. Then wonder how that'll be accepted. Being interested. Yeah, I listened to your podcast on my way to the Rocky Mountains. Okay. I got you. Not on the way to work. Listen to the podcast <laughs> on the way to Florida. There you go. And part of the way back home from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Well, we'll be back next week. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We were well over uh, 740 downloads, and you know maybe that's not impressive, but to me it is because we're just we're just two guys who met on a on a Facebook page and threw this together, and then we threw our pay, the the page together and people seem to be enjoyed and i think we're pushing pretty close to 100 people on the page aren't we pretty close yeah we're uh in the upper 80, 80s in the mid 80s, mid 80s i think heck yeah i like and it and that's that's since december yeah that's that's pretty good progress um, pretty good yeah our progress. so the podcast progress. started in december i think mm-hmm Late November, I don't remember. You did two episodes without me. Yeah, he always reminds me of that. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me. Uh, But yeah, the the group started in mid December, and we are, let me look, 83. 83. It's not bad. As of today. It's not bad. I've kind of watched a couple other groups that just started up in the last two months and they're struggling along at about 30 40 people so i'm i'm really pleased we've got that many and I, we're not always as active as we should be we get busy but hey if you need something hit us up we'll do what we can um, we're never too busy you know, to I, answer at some point usually within a few I, hours honestly i i think the activity in our group is probably average or above average mm-hmm for groups on Facebook because there's a lot of groups oh I see gosh, that yeah. you know get like one post a day yeah. or two or three a week. Yeah. And we're generally getting you know two or three a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of um, it. I think we've done well with it. It's it's you know we're not we're not trying to make money. We're not trying to sell people anything. We just want to help you as best we can. We want you to participate. And heck, please come to the Thursday uh meetups. Um, we're, we're by no means a professional workshop, but you get an opportunity to do some reading. If you're brand spanking new, you don't have to be embarrassed. You know, uh, everybody's there to help yeah. you. So uh, join us. Yeah, we, we, we run it sort of the same as a workshop, but we're not we're not experts by any means. You know, we, we have some work under our belts and some idea what we're doing, but um, the idea behind it is sort of, uh, peer coaching. So it's the idea is everybody's got ears. Everybody knows what they like, what sounds good to them, and everybody's input is is valuable at least to a point. Even brand new people who've never done any VO at all, they've heard the radio, they've heard TV, they they have an idea of yeah, that sounds believable, or whatever you said just sounds like a bunch of bullshit that you're <laughs> trying to sell me on something. Right. You know. Right. Right. And pretty much anybody can say, no, that doesn't sound believable. You sound like you're reading off a page. Right. Right. You know. Right. And that's that's 90% of it anyway. Yep. So. And we've, we've seen several people really make some progress over the last six weeks. Uh, so proud of that. I mean, because it, maybe it gives them confidence to go on to the next thing. And that's all we're trying to do, give you a little confidence. And, and we also won't BS you if you're not cutting it. We'll tell you. And we won't be ugly about it, but we'll tell you. You need to work on this. You need to work on that. And we'll give you some ideas on how to work on it. Uh, but Yeah, boy, that was always one of my biggest gripes about all these other groups is people would post something for feedback and it would just be a parade of, wow, that's so great. You're so awesome. And congratulations and patting them on the back. And come on guys, give some kind of constructive feedback. Nothing is perfect. You can say that sounds great, but maybe you could do this or maybe that, or I noticed this and it didn't sound quite right. And you're not doing it to be mean. You're doing it to help them improve because people are posting these things for feedback so that they can improve i think 
I mean, maybe there's some people who are posting things just going, hey, check out this thing I did and tell me that I'm awesome. Sure. It's nice to hear that you're doing well. It's nice to hear that you're awesome. But if you've got no feedback or no constructive criticism or no, no information about how you can improve, well, that's just a waste of time. And, you know, that's I've always given that kind of feedback to people, and I don't think everybody likes it. But, um, you know, I, I don't do it in any sort of a malicious way. I'm, I'm giving honest feedback. When somebody posts a sample of something, I always give honest feedback or none at all. Um, and typically I will try to find one thing that stuck out to me that they could probably improve on. And I'll mention it so that they at least hear from me, if nobody else, Hey, look, I think maybe you could work on that one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think we all hope, hope to hear something like that. I know I do because I want to pull what's wrong out and try to fix it or improve it. That's what this is all about. Daily improvement, daily improvement. All right, well, join us next time. Join us on Thursdays at 8.30 at the workout. Hit us up on our uh, Facebook page, The Voice Over Ladder. Leave us some comments uh, here, at, at uh, especially I know on Apple and, and Spotify also, I believe you. I'm not sure, though. I know Apple and does. And I think, I think Google. Google, yeah. Amazon, Yep. Probably. So if you're listening on one of those, uh, it looks like from what we're seeing, a lot of people listening on Spotify and Apple. That's our two biggies, I think. So... Thank you guys for that, and please drop comments. Uh, We may look at in the future, since we are able to record this as video, we may at the future look at, we might can drop these into YouTube once a month or something if we plan for it, so we can almost do it unedited and make it nice and clean. So uh, Mm -hmm. anyway, we'll be back in a week or so. Yeah, we can can keep posting them to the regular stuff so people who are subscribed can see them there, and then we can also post the video on youtube yep sure. yeah it's kind of fun because you wouldn't believe the things will and i do while we're talking you wouldn't believe the faces we make the hand signals the, the, you know you just wouldn't believe okay nobody wants to see that. nobody wants to see these faces <laughs> made for video that's right that's, that's that's the fun part that's what i love about youtube i'll make you watch my ugly mug all right we are definitely going through a minnesota goodbye here so Goodbye! (laughs) Everybody! So long! Everybody have a good week. We'll check you next time on the Flippity Flop. Ciao. The voiceover ladder is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode, because we may drop one at any moment. Do we know what we're doing? (laughs) Not really. But we are learning and making progress one rung at a time as we all climb the VO ladder. Thanks for listening to the voiceover ladder. This podcast is not instructional, but it's a conversational pile of opinions on what has or hasn't worked for some people. It's just advice and nothing's guaranteed. And like life, you try some things out and you see what happens. We do appreciate you listening, though, and look forward to your comments on our podcast and ideas you might have for future shows. And until then, keep on grinding.